This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Time's a charm here at Popcorn Talk Network. And today on Horror Movie News, we're doing our Quiet Place review. So we gotta keep it down, okay? Also, Guillermo the Toro seals the deals at Fox Searchlights. And so much more on Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Oh, uh, we got it. We got it. Uh-oh. We're going. We're going. It's happening. It's starting. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to Horror Movie News, episode 25. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you guys enjoyed that little BTS for those who have... It will be edited soon. <laughs> but that's how live production goes, which is why I love it. It's, uh, it's, it's, un- it's unlike anything else. Yes. Where mistakes happen, and that's yeah. okay. I got us killed three times. Yeah. Ollie just, yeah, we're, we're actually, we died so many times, but we're back. We hit that rewind. Yeah. We had a checkpoint. We had a checkpoint, yeah. Reload that save point. Yeah. Right on. Anyways, welcome to Horror Movie News, episode 25. Uh, here with my lovely host. Carrie. What's up? My name's Carrie Lane. And Ollie. Hey guys, I'm Oliver Jenin. And I am Anthony Becerra. And uh, let's get into it with some uh, quick crypt keeping. Alright, so where to find us? YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network on our YouTube channel. Also, I added the uh, YouTube playlist into our description so you can just find all of our previous episodes on every uh, episode pretty much. Uh, nice. From this episode moving forward. Um... Uh, on top of that, you can also follow us on Twitter at HorrorNewsPTN, Twitter only, and uh, as well as our PopcornTalkNetwork.com uh, website, the actual website. You can find us there as well and all previous episodes. And lastly but not least, we have um, Apple Podcasts on iTunes. Type in Horror Movie News. Look up for our insignia right back here. And please, please leave us a five-star rating and also tell us all your feedback. If you love the show, if what, what you like for us to cover or anything else, really. And also on YouTube, go ahead and leave some comments because I love reading them and I try to reply to all of them as best as I can. Um, we had one of our winner reply last time saying thanking us for like yeah. giving him the poster and all that. So I thought it was really sweet, really cool um, to have that fan interaction and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I'm personally horrible at all that social media, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to improve since I got this show um, at a snail's pace. But you know, it's all right. I'm You're getting, trying. I'm getting there. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get into our first segment because I really want to get into talking about the quiet oh, place. Yes, yes, but yeah, we okay. do have some news that leads into the quiet place, so we'll do that. But first, our first segment, the abyss. So, quick explanation on the abyss is what films we've been watching. So, this week, this past week, what's up? You want me to go first? Go for it. I am tribute. All right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we all saw a quiet place. So that's yeah. like doesn't need to be said. Um, but I did see another film apart from that, and I had a funny uh, experience uh, when I went to go watch this. Um, so I saw You Were Never Really Here. Yeah. Uh, just released. Mm-hmm. It was by sorry. Phone call. Uh, it was released by uh, directed. Sorry, directed and written by Lynn Ramsey, who also directed and wrote. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin back in 2011. Uh, yeah, and I was yeah. very surprised because I forgot about that when I wanted to go watch it. But I knew there was a reason. I was like, oh, there you go, boom, boom. 
Um, so it's a quick synopsis, which I did not know about this in the film when I went in, but I kind of got it over, as the film progressed. But apparently he's a traumatized veteran, which I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so he was a traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmare overtakes him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening. It's like a spiritual, in a sense. Yeah. Um, so just my quick thoughts on the film. It was very interesting uh, character psychology. I, like, I liked how, in a sense, it, was, it reminded me a bit like Legion, as in like how... You see certain scenes that are just fragmented, like mm, like split mm-hmm. seconds, like boom, boom, boom. Things coming at you like rapid succession, just like like shots of a, like his previous self as a kid, and like seeing experiences like that came out yeah. randomly throughout the film. So it was it was like it was cool because like that's how his it was showing how his brain worked and also like where his psychology comes from. Hmm. And I felt like that like I got it like I the visual like storytelling from that point was really nice. Like, I really enjoyed that. Like, it was just like, oh, dang, like, this is how, like, this is probably how it goes on in his head. Like, his mm. his mind just flashes him back to, like, these terrible experiences that he had in his life. And I was just like, whoa, that's brilliant. Um, uh, the visual narrative, because of that, though, can be a little fo- uh, difficult to follow. Because you're like, wait, what? Where are we now? Kind of thing. Like, if you're trying to do it like that, mm-hmm. you guys just, like, let it happen to you. And then, like, slowly try to, like, you know, think about it. And you're like, oh, okay. Because it's, it's very abstract, like, how it's, like, sewn sure. together and everything. Um, it was also very reminiscent of... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline taxi driver for me because of the, uh, the tone but the, this one mm. the tone is a bit more like solemn more grim like um than taxi drivers is um but it, it kind of deals with the same like there's these two characters that don't really know what they're doing with their lives and stuff and um although taxi driver he was like mainly all like uh, a fr- he was uh, alone for the most part well, this one he has his mother t- and uh you were never really here he has his mother to look after his, his like, main character's name is joe so he has like that sort of like humanistic side to him, although he's like this cold-blooded like murderer, like this was really good at killing, but he kills for the good reason. But he, either way, there was this also a beautiful underwater shot that uh, reminds me of the same uh, shot, like that same like go-to shot for the shape of water when they're underwater and they're like hugging, kind of. Mm. There's a sim- very similar shot to that, but I liked it more in this film because it just. I like it, it, it. Like broke my brain for a bit because all I could think of was just like this is beautiful, this is beautiful. Oh my god, this is beautiful, and I started like tearing up just because of how beautiful it was and like how it just hit me. Like okay. it was just like a wave of emotion. I'm just like, because like I was just like, what am I thinking about right now? And I, the only thing I could think about this is beautiful, this is beautiful. I was like, damn, and it just overcame me. I was like how like I just like shut down from it. <laughs> but it was yeah, it was a quite the beautiful shot. But yeah, that's that's uh, what I watched apart, apart from that. I, I saw a green room again last night with Steve oh. and Steven. Which is hilarious to uh, to say because it's Steven, Steve, Steven. Yeah, Green Room with uh, Anton Yelkin, oh, Imogen Poots. Oh, Patrick Stewart as a crazy, not a crazy, but like as a very sophisticated, but also not a skinhead. Oh, it's fantastic. It's really yeah. I didn't know that movie okay. exist, existed a couple months ago until you told until me Until I recommended it. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. It was one of my Crypt, uh, crypt uh, recommendations oh, okay. months yeah, ago, yeah. but I just I wanted to share it with, the, with these sure. guys. We've been watching movies a lot recently. I was just like, hey, let's watch Green Room. It's one of my favorites. They, they liked it. Uh, Steve, what'd you think? Oh, I, I thought it was great. Definitely a fan of uh, Patrick Stewart and, uh, and punk music and just the way that 
The, the general premise was fairly clear within, I'd say, the first 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. First 20 minutes uh, of the movie, you, you know, you kind of had some auspicions and guesses as to what was going to happen having this band trapped in a room and not to spoil anything about it, but just essentially how it pans out, hmm. who was going to die, how soon was that going to be, and wow, I was totally taken by surprise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. You should definitely check it out, Carrie. Cool. Uh, one I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, that was about it, really. What'd you guys see? Not horror-related, but I saw Blockers. Uh, but maybe it's horror because it was hard to watch. No, just uh, <laughs> Zing! <laughs> you were asking, I would say parts were very funny. There were some amazing moments of addressing like realistic truthfulness that mm-hmm. I was like, yes! And then there were parts that were just painful that I'm like, is the scene over yet? <laughs> just, just, just really, the gag went too far right. or just wasn't that funny. Uh, but yeah, it's Overall. not bad. Oh, uh, the okay. humor and the truthfulness made up for the bad parts. Okay. So, cool. that's, that's the only other one. And then still watching Full Metal Alchemist, so tune in. To As in oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, these episodes weren't that intense. The, I agree. Sort of, the but last, not as intense. Yeah, yeah. The first, uh, yeah, we'll talk we'll about it. It's not the right time, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, I didn't watch a whole bunch. And then Quiet Place, and then I'll talk about it for my crypt one next. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. You, you, yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. A lucky number from Netflix. <laughs> Alright, anything else for you? Anything for you, Oliver? A Quiet Place. That's all I really want to talk about today, but um, I did see Tomb Raider finally. Yay! Oh. I was pleasantly surprised with it. I thought mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Um, very easy to get into. Alicia, I think I think she's like someone to look out for for sure. Yeah. I was never like really like into her. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. but then, but then seeing this movie, like I was like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see what the future has in store for her, and I'm sure mm-hmm. this career, uh, this uh, film is really gonna kick off her career. But um, that's about it. It makes me want to play the video game for sure. Nice. I have. Oh yeah. She's yeah, a, she was in there. She's very out. naked in that too. Yeah, very naked. She is. Man from Uncle, but, but, she's awesome yeah, but in like, that. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I, I totally that didn't know that that was her. So oh, okay. I feel like this is like really showing who she is. Like, uh, if that um, makes sense. If man, that makes sense. Man from Uncle, it's similar-ish character, but more spunky. Guy Ritchie film, right? Yeah, it's really fun. But that's also really funny because like the three main characters are all from different countries playing a different oh, country, yeah, essentially. It's American playing British, British playing American, and then she's uh, Swedish playing Russian. Mm, so right so it's just kind of funny. Anyway. <laughs> So, not horror, but a good movie. Yeah. Man from <laughs> cool. Cool. Right on. So, well, should we move on? I, yeah, because I'm going right. to lead into this. So. I feel like uh, Carrie's got to take over The Crypt. <laughs> so then. excited. But real quick, just a, a brief description. This is your first time watching the show. The Crypt is a film that we'd like to share with everyone, including you, the viewers, mm-hmm. and here people on the panel. Um, but apparently, uh, we're implementing something that you should not, not like, it's, it, we're calling it a tomb that you should not go into, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're trying to warn you all in a way because some of them, like you know, we're watching our movies. I'm like, there needs to be a category for ones that we're like. It's more like a yeah. warning, like you yeah. might not like this. All right, so I saw Dead Body, and this was on Shutter. Um, I appreciate that Shutter, oh, Shutter has everything, but this one was just like yeah. it, I felt it had potential, but it was just <laughs> painful to kind of get through some of it. Um, it came out to came out this last year. Uh, so it's like nine high school, which they do not look high school at all. I'm like, I don't buy this whatsoever. Um, but 
that aside, um, like right after graduation, they're going to go hang out in a cabin in the woods and they start Classic. playing, right? Like, again, <laughs> I don't mind the like same plot line thing. It's like, but where do you go with it? Right. So they're playing a game called Dead Body, which is like mafia. Like somebody is, you're given a piece of paper and you're the murderer and like hide and go seek essentially. But then people start really dying. I, I, after seeing the end, I guess you can kind of pick out who the killer is, but I didn't see it going that way, which I liked. Mm-hmm. And the motives were like, okay, because it was a little bit absurd, but I kind of went with that. You know, it wasn't just yeah. like, I'm just killing you because I hate you all, or something stupid. Um, it's kind of a obscure reason, but then it's that's why it's fun. Um, the... Filming is really good. I liked how it was filmed. Uh, some of the gore is great. So, like, those were things working in its favor. The acting was fine. I don't think there's anybody I really hated or loved. Um, the only other thing, too, that really kind of, like, mm, I didn't like in this movie is they had two Japanese, like, characters as, like, the foreign exchange students. And I felt the movie was so racist towards them because they never have really much dialogue. They mm. supr- Spoilers, they die right away. Oh, and then there's no. this gag that they're just having sex constantly they're like well that's what japanese people do and you're like ah, interesting interesting <laughs> no it's just it just it's not funny you're just like ah, i i don't know where you're going with this is there but, any is there any saving grace with this film uh saving any grace? nudity no no Ooh. nudity all right uh, we'll leave it at that <laughs> we'll say i mean it's one of those uh, on imdb has a 4.9 out of 10 i give it more like a five like it's a five it's pretty much there uh I'm curious if any of you have seen it. Please comment down below. Dead body. Uh, the, the killer reveal was probably the best saving grace of like yeah. what that was. I'm yeah. Like, All right. But like the beginning, I'm like, uh, can we? Can we? Can I want to hear. Sure. Yeah. If you did like this, yeah, I'm I want to know. I want to know why. I read comments. <laughs> some people like, oh, it's not that bad. And I'm like, mm. I want to see I've what seen they worse, what they but... like about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, exactly. like I think the, the story or something. And I don't know. Maybe you guys would watch it and be like, it's great. <laughs> I don't know. You're I like, mean, I don't know if I'm going to go there. I have seen things killing, so like, yes. <laughs> I'm no stranger. See, that's a I'm different no kind of bad. <laughs> I'm no stranger to things. <laughs> All right. But anyway, so that's our maybe don't go in that tomb. Don't go in that tomb, everybody. Or go in there, but we warned you. Yeah, exactly. We warned you. Yeah. Ollie, you got anything uh, for us? Well, I actually really like this new spin that we're doing on the crypt. Or is it the tomb? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we go, don't into go the crypt, in the tomb. And then you don't go in the tomb. Okay. Or Because it's a tomb inside <laughs> the crypt? Sure. Okay. They're both... The same-ish? Semantics. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. <laughs> Tomato, well, tomato. Off the, top, off the top of my head, real quick, I would say, like, would you rather on Netflix? Have you seen this movie? Uh, oh, I've been wanting to watch that been, for a long time. Premise. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, but I'm like, ooh, tell well, me more. Quick, quick premise is this girl, her brother's sick, so um, she gets an invite along with a whole bunch of other random people to this mansion, and um, they don't know what's in store for them, but mm-hmm. apparently, like, there's this prize that they're going to get or some kind of money... Yeah. Money prize. Yeah, money prize. And so come to find out that they have to play a game, Would You Rather? And it's like, would you rather slit your eyeball with this razor or would you And rather... that's the cover of Netflix, yeah, yeah. I believe. Or would you rather down. slit your wrist and you have to choose one of them or... And basically... My wrist. Can I have both, please? Basically, <laughs> last man standing uh, mm-hmm. kind of game. And um, I thought it was horrible. I didn't really like it at all. It stars, oh. stars Britney Snow. It, it's like a cool concept, but it also feels a little bit too much like Saw, a little bit mm. too torture porny. I don't know if you're into that, but I always say, like, if you want to do, like, a torture porn kind of film, it has to have, like, a huge payoff. And I feel mm-hmm. like this payoff that it did, I'm not going to go into spoilers, it was kind of, like, Meh. 
it didn't. Did you nah. see it? No. Nothing? I've been wanting to, but it, now I'm like... Oh. It didn't fully pay off, and you <laughs> will see by the ending. But anyway... Don't go in well, the crypt. Good to know. <laughs> don't, good to know. Don't, don't go in the tomb. Don't go yeah. in the tomb. Don't do it. Yeah. All right. Well, th- ah, damn. Well, I think all of ours are like... No, okay. This no, next one. No, it's okay to have yeah, bad yeah. ones. No, no, but this... We're helping you viewers I like this and a listeners lot out. I like this a lot. We got to talk about how the logistics of how this should work then for next time after the show, if we have time. Yeah. Um, but all right. So this movie, um, it's called We Are the Flesh. This is mine. This is uh, one I saw a week ago, I believe. Um, it's directed by Emiliano Rocha Minter. Uh, it's a Mexican film. Um, so that's why I was like, I was like looking up like oh, Mexican horror films and I was like something more contemporary. So 2016, I was like, oh, cool. After, uh, it's about a uh, synopsis hitting you real quick. After wandering a, a ruined city for years in search of food and shelter, two siblings find their way into one of the last remaining buildings. Inside, they find a man who will make them a dangerous offer to survive the outside world. Mm-hmm. It's not post-apocalyptic at all. Uh, this, <laughs> I just realized this is so wrong. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Um, so quick thoughts. It's not for the faint of heart at all. Like, and I'm not talking about like not gore wise. Like I'm talking about like disturbing things. Like I'm talking about incest. I'm talking about a homeless man gang, like orgy, uh, really tight close-ups of genitalia of both sexes. Hmm. Um, it's very disturbing. Um, it's very, it's, it's like... It's not it's not disturbing in a gory way, but it's very creepy, very ominous. It's very ominous. Uh, ominous. Thank you, Carrie. That's why you're here. No, I'm oh, just I was just gonna say, I'm like, well, the only incest I'm okay with ominous. is Flowers in the Attic series. That's about it. The what? Oh, Flowers yeah. in the Attic. Yeah, I've never only... heard of that. Guys, Flowers in the Attic. The books are way better. Okay, but... okay. But yeah, yeah continue real quick. Yeah. yeah so that's uh, there's also cam- cannibalism. Um, really disturbing imagery. Check, check, um, check. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and one of the characters is pra- practically like a like a homeless demon okay. because like the way he carries himself, like he's mm-hmm. he's been so alone for so long. He's like le- legit, not legit, but like, he's in a sense he's lost his mind, but he's also very smart about like hmm. the concepts of the universe and everything. Like he talks about how he was alone with his thoughts, and after a while, when you're alone with your thoughts for so long, everything you think, oh, after a while, what you think does not scare you anymore. So you, you, you fall into this depravity of, like, your thoughts get so much, like, crazier and, like, just so, like, n- just dirt nasty kind of in a sense, you know? Where it's like, but it's okay. Because, like, he lives, he lives, he operates in a, in a side of, uh, outside of societal function. Yeah. So it's like, it's okay for him to have these kind of thoughts, you know? It was very interesting. It's, and it's all in Spanish. And like the and he has like crazy monologues so that he goes off on. Was it good? It was great. Okay. But it's also very hard to watch. Okay. It's, be- it's a beautiful film. But it's just like the things you see are just like, Intense. oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Like this could shock someone. Like this the could name? trigger someone pretty what's much. What's the name again? Uh, we Are the Flesh. Yeah. But in, in Spanish, it's also called uh, Tenemos Carne, or, uh, which means we, we have the meat. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, that's not the same. Yeah, exactly. So it's 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 I, very strange. Yeah. I think I saw this. Uh, I was interested in like it. Uh, its cover on Amazon Prime. Like I, I didn't watch it, but I think I've come across this mm-hmm. film before. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Um, everything of like shot and it's done really well. Um, it, it's it's like it's like a really great film, but it's just like really. Just hmm. be careful. <laughs> Don't watch it with your mom. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely watch this alone, dude. Yeah, because yeah. there's some there's some graphic like really graphic stuff, like sexual stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a good, a good film. I just did not expect that. Hmm. Um, 
it, it kind of also makes me like wonder what's my limit for a film. <laughs> like, how far can I can I go do Sodom? You know, like have you guys ever figured that? Or like, oh, oh, Saulo, Forty Days of Sodom, I believe. Where it's like, I think I've it's heard very of that. yeah, it's a very graphic along that same line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on. So that was our crypt. So we had two. Don't go into tombs. One was like go in the crypt, but be warmed because it's good, but it's it's very graphic in nature and stuff. Also, um, apart from having fun with uh, homeless orgies and stuff, <laughs> would you like to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? Yes. Because yeah. for, oh, then you, I have a podcast for you and all for, for all those who do as well. So it's uh, Conversations with Maria Menounos, uh podcast edition. is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes for the low, low price of free. 99. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips to how to better your life in all aspects of it. So, it's like, ooh. It's like the tips to having a great life, pretty much. Sweet. Right uh, there for free. For free. 99. Uh, from health, wellness, to career, relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free, and you'll be notified when every new episode drops, which is, again, every Friday. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. And when you do, let Maria know it was us who sent you there. Yeah. Horror Movie News Gang, what up? Um, and yeah, so Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition. Check it out. Every Friday, free 99 Do it. Right on. So, uh, we are going to cover some quick news as quick as I can, uh, but also as clear as I can possibly <laughs> be. Good. Um so, yeah, so I just wanted to cover this. This came out actually April 3rd. This was announced April 3rd. Um, so I overlooked this last time, but that's okay. Um, Guillermo del Toro signs a new deal with uh, Fox mm. Searchlight, which I am super psyched about. <laughs> because that means we're going to get so much more content that it's going to have his name slapped on it. Uh, mm-hmm. He's either going to be directing, producing, or writing um, okay. live-action feature films. Yeah, so he's going he's gonna to be associated with it. Sweet. And Guillermo actually had this to say. Um, for the longest time, I've hoped to find an environment in which I can distribute, nurture, and produce new voices in smart, inventive genre films and channel my own. In Fox Searchlight, I found a real home for live-action production, a partnership based on hard work, understanding of each other, and, above all, faith. After the wonderful experience I had with Fox Searchlight on The Shape of Water, I am honored to have the opportunity to continue the relationship. I am more than grateful to Nancy Steve, David, and Matthew for their trust in me and for joining me on this adventure. Nice. So it sounds like my favorite director has found a permanent home mm-hmm. at Fox Searchlight, which I am so psyched about. And, believe it or not, there's already uh, one film slated. He's Sweet. producing a film. Um, so not going to be directing or writing, but he's going to be producing one. And the first film to be released under the new deal will be Antlers. Hmm. Which is, uh, I have a little a little details on this. So pretty much it's going to be directed by Scott Cooper, who hasn't done a horror film, but he actually made, he's done Hostiles. What's it about? Does it have a plot? One, I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> I know, I, I'm just jumping the gun oh, a little wait. bit because uh, at Sundance there was a short film and I don't recall if it was called Antlers, but I think so. And it was a boy who had Antlers. So that's no, why I was like, no, I was about to say, I don't think it's it's about that. Okay. I actually, I forgot to write down the, the then synopsis. Because I'm like, oh, cool, maybe that's like they built upon it or something. Yeah, I forgot to write down the synopsis oh, so for cool. you, but it, it is directed by Hostiles, and he's uh, by Scott Cooper. He's in Hostiles and Black Mass, which was a Johnny Depp film, mm-hmm. and Hostiles was the most recent one, I believe, with uh, Christian Bale, that Western yeah, yeah. one. Mm. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, screenplay is also being co-written by Nick Anotska, which uh, he also worked on Channel Zero. Mm-hmm. And he Del the, the Toro is set to produce along with David Goyer, who's been the writer for all the Christopher Nolan Batman films. On top of that, he's done Dark City, which is another film I really liked. And also James uh, J. Miles Dale, who's done, who also helped him produce Safe for Water and also Mama, if you guys remember that one. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I forgot to include the uh, synopsis for the Antlers film, but you can go look that up as well. It's already out there. Um, and yeah, that was a quick bit of news that I really wanted to uh, share with everybody because I love Guillermo and I think this is a great, a great, uh, opportunity and a great of things to come pretty much, you know, like yeah. it's setting it's, us up for like for the horror genre. For yeah, yeah. For the next couple of years, we're going to be like, Bowling. it's about time. I'm surprised that mm-hmm. he hasn't had this, this, you know, level of success, like, like well I yeah mean, he's been successful broadly. yeah yeah, yeah. Broadly. yeah now exactly. it's like he's finally really becoming like super mainstream which mm-hmm. yeah and also horror is too which yeah. i freaking love because um we all love horror and we just haven't we haven't had our our dues like we haven't had mm-hmm. like too much to munch on you know yeah like in the past couple of years but luckily um 2017 you know kind of was like are we on a horror renaissance we're mm-hmm. not sure you know but get out. like we had get out we had it we had a lot of other films we had like the, the babysitter we had mayhem mm-hmm. like in the indie circuit there's tons you know yeah, but like yeah. mainstream there's like eh. we had happy death day which i thought was that, good yeah, that was like yeah so but like the, but people weren't sure if like maybe that was just a fluke maybe horror is going to leave for 2018 mm-hmm. but no we're here to stay <laughs> yep the horror genre is here and it's made its mark with this uh the most uh like highly praised and uh, most successful horror film of this year a quiet place so Yay! thus far you know of many more to come by the mm. way which yeah. the two two big ones that are still on my radar the, la- the uh, which will just briefly I'll t- touch on this it's going to be the next one is going to be um oh ghost stories with Martin Freeman and mm-hmm. that's a huge one that's supposedly like one of the scariest things to mm. come out of uh like the UK Nice. And then after oh, yeah, that, that. Mm-hmm. after that is Hereditary in June, mm-hmm. June eighth, yeah. I believe. So, uh, uh, so Ghost Stories uh, uh, arrives April twenty seventh. So at the, oh. the end of this month, we Sweet. have another horror movie that's supposed to be pretty big. Um, I feel like it's gonna, not going to do as great. It's going to get mixed reviews, sure. It's British, but, and yeah. we're an American audience. Yeah. Some so, people are going to love it, and some. I am gonna... ready to gobble that up. I have oh, my yeah. forks and knives. I'm like, har, har, har. but yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> har, har, har. Yeah, this is my. I'm is about to devour something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then also mm-hmm. we also have um, Hereditary that comes out yeah. in June. Yeah. That I'm very look- I'm looking forward to that one so much. But yeah, so on to our next bit of news. Um, it's 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 not really news. It's more like praising a quiet place. So our first one is that Stephen King <laughs> loves A Quiet Place. He praised it on Twitter on April 6th. He tweeted out, A Quiet Place is an extraordinary piece of work. Terrific acting, but the main thing is the silence. And how it makes the camera's eye open wide in every way, uh, in, in a way very few movies do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so if, you know you've made something great when the, the king himself, the king of mm-hmm. horror is like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And also another like praise for it. Um, with a budget budget of only seventeen million dollars, it, it accumulated um, fifty million over the weekend Woo-hoo! opening weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Also, just a quick bit. Um, not really related, but Shape of Water cost nineteen million. This cost seventeen million. So I was like, damn, it's even cheaper than Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's and it feels more like broad. But anyways, um, yeah. So it, it, it so what this means that it's uh, it has a second best opening at the box office for this year behind Black Panther, which is awesome for a horror film. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. 
So, and that leads me to conclude that the horror renaissance is here. 2017 was not a fluke. We are here. It's it's permanent. It's happening. And 2018 is a great. It's a great um, horror year for came that. back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a little flat. I know, but it ro- rose above. No. And also great with like the timing of like our country. It's pretty horrifying. <laughs> so it's like oh, I forget. You know? <laughs> Have you guys heard that? Where like depending on like what monster is the most popular, that's reflective of what's going on in society. Like when zombies are really popular. Versus, like, when vampires... Consumerism, I think. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard about this? I need to look it up and I'll put it on our no, Twitter. It, it sounds really interesting, though. Yeah. I'm yeah, speaking in metaphors here, Gary. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of those... There was actually, like... it was. I mean, it is metaphorical, but it is... Um, it was... There was, like, legit research with this. It wasn't just somebody going, hey... No, horror has always been, like, a reflection of society. And it has yeah. something to say about society. Yeah. It's just... It, it, and, it, and it becomes the most, like, accessible message... Or, like, accessible medium to portray that message. Yes. Yeah. Especially in such an elegant way, but that also, like, is, like, Meaning. making yeah. fun of it in a sense. Yeah. But it's also, like, serious. It's a way to address it. Yeah. And, yeah. like, exhibit A, like, just look at Get Out. Like, mm-hmm. look at yeah. all the social commentary you had to say. Which weird transition, in a way, to Kai Play. Some people are like, oh, uh, and I'm doing funny voice to be sarcastic. Oh. Uh, they're like, Quiet Place is like the white people's get out. And I'm like, stop. That was one person stop. in our comments on No, I've Fox seen office. other places really? say that. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I've guys, actually... stop. They're not. I would love to hear the argument. I, like... I would love to hear the argument. They're for just this. Say- well, I feel like they're just saying that because that cast is all white. I think uh, it could be argued that the film itself is kind of political in a sense that like these these monsters, these creatures are kind of like silencing these people. Like, just, not just because they're white, but I feel like they're like, I don't, it's just like race aside. I feel like people are being silenced, and it's kind of like I don't know. I like that better. By the way, yeah, yeah. yeah. But by, by, a, by a greater force, <laughs> yeah. like race aside. Like yeah. I don't think this is a racial movie at all. No. But I all think right. it's like you know. I I, well, I want to put a little button the... on that real quick. I want to just go briefly through the, okay. the details, and then we'll get into the thick of it. Okay. Okay. All right, real quick. Director John Krasinski. His first, this is his first debut for like a huge studio film. He's done uh, two other films, I believe. This is a third cool. one, but it was like wide release. Writer Brian Woods and Scott Beck. I believe these guys don't get enough credit because yeah. they wrote this flipping film. But John's like, you didn't get up. But these writers are fantastic. Like mm-hmm. the visual narrative of this film, it's all visual narrative because there's barely yeah. anything talking. Yes. So what you see, you, you you accumulate the story by what you see. It's yeah. fantastic. Synopsis: If you don't know already, a family is forced to live in silence while hiding from creatures that hunt by sound. Stars: John Krasinski is the father, also known as Lee Abbott. Emily Blunt is the mother, which is Evelyn. Millicent Simmons. Is Reagan uh, or Regan Abbott and Noah Jupe is Marcus Abbott. Um, okay, so let's get let's get back into what you were saying though about how so one the main thing is uh well at its for me at its heart this film is about um, parents trying to protect their children from the yeah. outside world yeah. you know and mm-hmm. how dangerous especially now our world now is 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 very dangerous so not only like in the physical sense but also in the virtual sense online yeah mm-hmm. there's so many there's we have how we can countless suicides a year by people being bullied online mm-hmm. um it might not be as prominent like this year but like last year or the previous years it's been huge um so i like what you were going with that um and i actually came to the same conclusion while i was on box office breakdown that in a sense like it's like online world there's huge fandoms, right, that are very toxic and can be toxic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you when you proclaim or when you like give out your statement of like I love this, 
people immediately attack it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're in a sense you're being loud on the internet, and these creatures are coming to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like you can see it as a metaphor of how's like how the dynamics for I guess online interaction works. Mm-hmm. Or, I'd be curious if the writers actually thought this or no. It, I, I, I don't know. I don't but know. it could be one of those it like maybe be. that was like a little bit of a or just, kernel in the back of their head, or just it. like. Having an opinion nowadays yeah. and how toxic yeah. that you can be attacked or vilified for a certain opinion. You can be vilified for liking Trump like nowadays or you can be vilified for not liking Trump from the other side. Yeah. It's always like you share your opinion, you make it loud enough, people will attack you one way or the other. They'll yeah. find you. Just like how these mm-hmm. monsters, when they made a sound, these monsters came up and attacked them. But apart from that, there is that whole uh, parental uh, um, of like, you know, how do we protect our children? Yeah. Because, um, so, yeah, we're doing spoilers, right? There's no question yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Well, I mean, like, one of the things those spoilers, I'm like, that was in the trailer, kind of. Okay. No, um, I want to get into the you, opening. I, okay. I wanted to say real quick, because either on Twitter or in person, you mentioned how it was, like, dealing with guilt. And I like the more univer- the universal aspect of it, of just, like, how people deal with guilt. Right. And how they feel responsible if they caused or you know, a series of events to happen, mm-hmm. which may or may not have been your fault, you know? Yeah. And so I like how they show different ways that people deal with it. And also not dealing with, even not, and de- not dealing, e- not with, dealing it. with yeah. it. Because, like, literally they can't talk, they can't talk about can't. it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And not just because she's deaf, she just so happens to be deaf, but, like, you can't, in this world, in this setting, you can't even, like, repent. You, you right. feel like you can't repent to your, your mm-hmm. family, like what Melissa's character, mm-hmm. she couldn't, you know? She couldn't. <laughs> she, she couldn't, couldn't yeah. talk to her dad, and that really like yeah. put a strain on the relationship. And that's also interesting because like civilizations are, civilizations are like built on communication. Like there yeah. has to be yeah. communication in order for a civilization to thrive. Um, another part of that is like art. They have to have art. But like um, in this, it's like when you don't have or when you have broken communication, yeah. your your civilization is bound to suffer. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's also a very frustrating thing where like. Um, especially from um, uh, Millicent's character of uh, Reagan, she can't express her emotions. Well, she's never. She's always been able to. She's she's always been through ha- had this medium to express her emotion. But she's mm-hmm. she has. I feel like she has the most frustration throughout the whole film. Yeah. Um, and also because she blames herself for the the death of her brother. But on top of that, yeah, like it goes into that whole um, uh, guilt thing because yeah. the the father. Fa- I'm sure that he feels it the, the Both heaviest. parents do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Overall thoughts, I, I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, guys yeah. enjoyed it. I'm I liked sure it you guys a lot enjoyed too. it. There's really like not one bad thing that I can say about the movie, other than the poor raccoon's death. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sad. But um, I really loved uh, Melissa's Millicent's. Uh, is that her name? Millicent. Yeah. Her uh, just her performance was so was stellar. Great. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, hopefully that this really gives more rise to deaf actors mm-hmm. because there's so many stories you can tell. And this was yeah. such a great medium for her. And I feel like her career is definitely going to kick off as well. So but it's really cool for her. Definitely really enjoyed it. Maybe there's a little things that could be like, ah, you know, after once you know all the information. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's very satisfying. And we talked about this on Box Office, but not exactly scary, but good tension. You yeah. are yeah. tense mm-hmm. and sitting in there, you see going, oh, no. Don't you want to be it. quiet in the theater. Yes. That's, like it really does make yes. you feel like this emotion that these characters are going through. Don't take any snacks to the theater. You're no not going to eat them. I no started popcorn. and then I was like, I can't. I just stopped. And everyone in my theater was super. I silent. recommend definitely going to like a. There you go. Go to like a matinee showing where there's no one really there. That's what I would recommend because even if there's a couple people there, just mine was silent though. 
everybody stopped making noise. It was crazy. Like, such a weird experience. I'm like, really? Okay, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all right, so I also want to talk about the monsters. I, I yeah. dubbed them the listeners. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, they're like insectoid you little like bit human, human L- liquor ins- kind of Resident Evil oh very bit. liquor but like they have like a weird like hard exoskeleton you yeah. know so it's very that's why I like it's very insecty yeah mm-hmm. you know um, I, I found cool. I found them very similar to Prey Mantis yeah a little bit except they didn't have the hooks they had like actual arms yeah but, like they had like on top of arms at the like where their, I guess their hand portion they had like three very sharp claw looking things you know mm-hmm. that were just like part of them mm-hmm they had very sharp teeth, yeah. which were terrifying. Yes. I wanted one of them just to like smile. It was kind of like a think of it like a sl- like a green Slenderman like smile mm-hmm. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I was you know? getting some Slenderman vibes right? from their face too. Because uh, they have they also have no eyes, yeah, yeah. which is blind. cool, and they're blind. And yeah, it doesn't seem like they have a sense of smell. Yeah, that too. And then so when they hear, they do they do like a more like a that more was so good. yeah when they do when they do a more uh, like they pinpoint on like what they're hearing their whole head kind of opens up yeah like yeah. the it's exoskeleton of their eardrum. head yeah Blech. it's a like a whole eardrum on the yeah. side of their like head and I'm like wow you should stock up on some dog whistles <laughs> <laughs> I wonder like it's an interesting I, I'd want to know the cre- creature like evolution like what would be the natural adaptation to be like that. Yeah, because we I know. don't we don't get a lot of inf- you don't really yeah, get any information like, they on where aliens? they come from. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go with aliens. I, I, you want to know something interesting mm-hmm. as well? I, I was kind of yeah. I watched this video. I forget what video it was, but they actually actually kind of uncovered in research that these creatures actually didn't eat the humans. I was wondering they're they're in the movie? like do they, they just they kill them? They just kill them. So there's That's this what th- I there's this theory that they just hate noise because noise hurts them, and as we saw with the ending. So they mm. don't eat people. And we even see, like, uh, there's a dead body. And yeah, it's just kind of disemboweled. They just eaten. kill them because they just don't like sound. It, it, it's harmful to them. So it's, it, like, how do they eat? How do they survive? It's really interesting. Yeah. To was, huh. And to theorize. And they can swim. Yes. <laughs> oh, they I'm can like, what? swim. <laughs> oh, what? That, that scene. <laughs> the, the suspense in this film was crazy. Yes. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But on all, you don't really need to know. Where they're from to for this no, film to still, to still it's, work, it but it makes you curious. It does but make you curious. That shows that it's a good, like, interesting movie that we're all like, "Oh, we want to know more, and we want to think yeah. about it." We don't just dismiss it and be like, "That was fine." Move I, on. I, I would even say it probably has like the same shot of mystery that Cloverfield had, like when it came out, because yeah. mm-hmm. people are very interested of like, "What are, what's up with yeah. these monsters?" Yeah. I have a feeling that they're like government creations. Yeah. But I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Because I, I don't see those kind of creatures coming from outer space, to be honest with you. And how do they get there? They're, they blind. Get here. They're blind. They're yeah. blind. You know, like, how, like, I don't know. I just feel like. Cause, They're genetic mutations. And then all the ideas I see on the creature, mm-hmm. they feel like they human. can be human based. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah let's, put in, let's put in this exoskeleton. We're not hmm. going to give it eyes. <laughs> like, what, what makes it function the best in any environment? Like, like yeah. sometimes your eyes can fail you more than often your ears. So it's like, I think you rely on your ears more than your eyes. So would they get mad earaches from swimming? <laughs> <laughs> it's just giant <laughs> eardrums and that's what I think of. They're just like crushed underground. Yeah, like, oh, my <laughs> um, Also, I want to talk about real quick the opening scene when the kid gets it. Oh, my God. Yeah. How awesome was that? Uh, we talked about this a little bit last night on the um, Scare Guy show. We're like, they, okay, so spoiler, but not spoiler, because, guys, it's in the trailer kind of really quickly. They kill a child. So it's like the movie It. They kill a kid that you're like, all right, a horror movie that's not scared to yeah. kill Comes a out kid. swinging. Yeah. Yeah, goes right away. It's not even like you see much. It's just, you yeah. know. It's still very effective, yes, though. Yes. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, 
But I, just, I, you, I looked to my left, to my right, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Even in the trailer, I knew that that kid was going to eat it. Like, totally. I wasn't but sure. I think it was good. It was good emotional. Yeah. It was just, that's how, like... That's how easy it is to die. That's how you started off. Mm-hmm. And that's where the guilt comes from and everything. I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn, that was so good. So you felt the character's emotions and like, yeah. even like a year later, it was totally like, you yeah. still mm-hmm. felt that pain. Also, mm-hmm. real quick, I want to touch about like how the narrative works and how it just like rolls so easily. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I, I try to pinpoint like, where does everything start picking up? And it was when the old man screams. From there, it's nonstop event after event. And then the mm-hmm. way the events like happen is so fluid and so natural that it just makes it so good. It's not like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go do this. No, it's like, because you did this, this happened, so now you have to do this. Like, because you're dragging your, your dirty laundry, you, you plucked up a nail, mm-hmm. and then you didn't oh, notice it. God. On the way back, you step on a nail, you make a noise, boom, monsters are at your door. Yeah. I but wanted the, the same monster time... to step on the nail, though. <laughs> <laughs> Come too. on, it's like, I wanted it to Get go down the out. stairs and be like, boom. <laughs> that would have like, been please? hilarious. But he, they're, they're tough. They're, they're tough. They would have just, like, know, bent it back. I would have wanted, to, yes. <laughs> like, I wanted it to bump it, too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the way that works yeah. it just, and progresses yeah. is just so... Be- like it's so master <laughs> mastery right mm-hmm. there and i just i just loved how that happens um i wrote down some quick highlights for myself i don't know if you guys agree the opening scene with the young kid mm-hmm. for, was awesome the bathtub scene yeah we talked Ooh. about that last night emily blunt knocked Stressful. it out of the park Ooh. that was awesome um the nail i think was a great device Ugh, <laughs> i no, thought it was cool i was just like really because that also, was great like, how else do you want that yeah, to happen I go check- well that's what i mean that i don't know like, how you would do exactly. it exactly like but what it's like <laughs> that was a really long nail i'm, so, I'm yeah I'm surprised she's okay. i was like how do you have a problem with this this is not well because yeah never mind it's more the like physics of how it's there yeah. and how it moved that you kind of go yeah this is just there for it like, still works like, but gonna i be was like, still kind of like yeah. okay are you gonna bust out jim and how like the the corn silo should have sucked down no the- but that's really interesting <laughs> we talked I'm about that technically get into that. in corn silos oh there's gosh. no oxygen in them like the whole thing so as soon as they're in there they shouldn't be able to breathe mm-hmm. but i'm like whatever that that i can dismiss Okay. <laughs> I like them like with I don't the quicksand yeah, of it. That, that was one. exciting. I was like, but yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Other highlights? Um, yes. Any other ones? They were all just so smart too. Like the kids, how they reacted. Like once yeah. they're in the once they're in the yeah. silo and like they're like, here, grab onto this. Yes. Oh, grab onto this. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're both on this. Cool. Oh, by the way, we made a lot of noise. Oh, wait, what? Boom! It lands, and then right away, split. The, no time wasted. They're just like get under. <laughs> like yes. I was like brilliant. Like how else do you do that? Like wow. Well, can we talk about the ending before we when we wrap up? Yeah, of course. Did you think it was effective how they just kind of like ended it there? Oh and my yes, god! so good. Like, cause there was there was like ha- re- re- resolution, but at the same time, it left it open. Yeah, and it's good just, horror ending. But it, it, it makes you feel awesome. You're pumped. And, yeah, it exactly. Was really good. I was like, like surprised it ended. I was like. I'm kind of a, okay with this, though. I'm totally fine with it. And I love the smirk that Emily yeah. got. Yeah, she's just like, like, oh, like, let's do God. this. That is, yeah. like, the I, feeling that, yeah. like, made me feel is, like... And I loved how it just kind of was the power of, uh, like, a deaf adolescent that, mm-hmm. that, you know, someone who's kind of, like, really unsure of themselves and just going through all this pain. And she was the one who was ultimately like the key to defeating these creatures mm-hmm. right like it was a, in mm-hmm. a sense her weakness became her powerful her, her yeah. most like uh her her uh what's the opposite of weakness her strength yeah to yeah. defeating these and also i thought it was really cool because like um the father gives her this tool yeah, yeah. and he's like here it'll work and he's like she's like it never works it never yeah. works but like in a sense it's like 
I guess I took it how, like, parents always want to give you the tools to survive. Mm, yeah. But as kids, we're just like, no, it's not yeah. going to work. Like, we know better or, or something. Yeah. But in the, in the end, like, it, it turns out that she, he gave her the tools to survive. And I thought it was really beautiful. And <laughs> he, beautiful. he did what Emily wanted to protect yeah. the to family. To protect the family, and no matter what. She's yeah. going to, like, carry on. Yes. Yeah. He... It's like, she's like, who are we if we can't protect them? I think that's, mm-hmm. like, the overall theme of the story. Like, you know, yeah. which is fantastic. With our... Uh, remaining minute and 30 seconds real quick i want to do a fan shout out because finally <laughs> we got some uh itunes reviews Woo! we got yeah! six of them Yay! this many thank you this many that's great yes thank you momentous occasion so um the one i could uh, that's that's public and i can see is uh, is uh by shadows 1192 Thank you, Shadows Eleven Ninety Two. Titled it finally found a new horror podcast, Woo! and he says, "I quote: Finally, a show to fill the hole left in my heart when Collider Nightmares went away. I'm glad I can fill your heart. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the cast is great and have good chemistry. <laughs> uh, big fan of Ollie for from some of his other after shows. So sweet. So sweet. Oh, I'm blushing." Definitely looking Thank forward you. to catching up on the previous few episodes I missed. Bring on the spooky. Yay! So thank you, Shadows1192. Really appreciate the feedback. My God, we love it. We love it. And yeah, with that, we gave our little nice little brief review. We, we did some, yeah. some news. Um, 20 seconds to spare. I guess we can just <laughs> sit here and quiet. No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's uh, let's wrap out. Let's start off with Oli. Guys, follow me on all social media platforms at Oli Dreamer. And hopefully don't so, get us killed again. Yeah, it's like, run away. Uh, <laughs> my name is Carrie Lane. Follow me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D. L-A-N-E, and tune in at 6 p.m. over on AfterBuzz. We're talking about Full Metal Alchemist with this guy, and we're going to have another person on our panel, and it's a really good show. Yep. Like anime. Next four episodes. We're up to eight yeah. episodes now. I'm the, I'm the engineer and he, on he's that. he's part of it, too. Yeah, I, I chime in here and there. Um, hello, everybody, again, and goodbye. I, not again, but goodbye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore. Again, Tony B. Tony underscore. The B is just the letter B. B. I don't know. Either way, um, yeah, find me there. Also, just some quick pro- cross promotion. Um, so the epi- uh, on the fly filmmaking this week is actually airing right after our show. They had an interview with the sound editors, the sound designers for the Quiet Place. Sweet. Yep, and that's with uh, Mary Lou, and she's a host, and she interviews them. And that's, uh, definitely check that out. As well as Chauncey and also um, Lucretia Line, Chauncey K. Robinson. Um, follow Chauncey at Miss Chauncey Kr, Lucretia at Lucretia Line. And her Mrs. Brightside podcast, along with their Red Room uh, Horror Show at Red Room Horror. And I'm on Krypton every Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Stephanie Sabra and Candice Cruz. And that's all the plugs I got. Yay. Got need more power. So until next week, everybody, stay tuned. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.